0: Aaron Hogan Rod Babers Hook Em Up 1019 AM 1260 The
1: Horn Welcome back to Hook Up with Ian e Rod B now Some news that we have not yet discussed before Ty gets into his story um, which I'm sure is going to be Way more entertaining than this story, but this is necessary. Texas defensive tackle Trill Carter entered the transfer portal today. So Trill Carter, uh, another Longhorn, has entered the transfer portal. Remember, uh, he was here at just one year here at Texas. Uh, came from uh, originally from Georgia. I think it was not from the University of Georgia, but originally from Georgia. Um, had that has one COVID-19 season of eligibility left, so he still can play. But Trill Carter. Um, is going to hit the transfer portal, so Texas may be looking for some interior D line help. They're going to lose, you know. Obviously, you're losing uh, to Andre Sweat, losing Byron Murphy, uh, now they're going to lose Trill Carter there that position. They get Alfred Collins back, which is huge. I mean, I imagine they were losing Alfred Collins on top of losing Sweat and losing Murphy, and now with Trill Carter. So getting Alfred Collins back, that's going to be big. I'm expecting breakout campaigns from. Alfred Collins, maybe Vernon Bryden on that defensive line, but they are going to be missing some quality depth because Trill Carter has decided he is entering the transfer portal. Um, so now one of those positions where Texas uh, losing a lot of depth and front front line talent as well at the D line position. That's happening at receiver. Also happening, you know, I think at safety uh, where you're losing a lot of depth and losing some of your front line guys too. So sure, uh, that's going to that's that's something to be addressed. I don't know if they've talked about addressing defensive tackle in the transfer portal. Maybe now they will, but it hasn't really come up. I remember asking T.J. Vogel or Bobby Burton about it, um, and neither one of them thought it would be a priority for them in the transfer portal like it was, obviously, last year with Trill Carter. Um, I talked to Trill Carter once. Was that last? That was earlier this year. And asked him, you know, why he chose Texas, and he said Bo Davis. He told me straight up, he was like, well, I want to work with the best D-line coach in the country. Um, and basically the two best D-line coaches are Bo Davis for the interior D-line and Larry Johnson, the, uh, the defensive end coach, the edge uh, coach for Ohio State, which obviously they put out a lot of great uh, edge rushers from Ohio State. Uh, they're considered the best two D-line coaches in the country. And he said, he told me straight up, he was considering a lot of other schools, but Bo Davis was his determining factor.
2: Yeah, I mean, in the recruiting class, they've got Alex January coming in from Duncanville, big six five, three twenty, and then uh, DeAndre Robinson out of Orlando. Uh, and, of course pretty clear with PK what they're recruiting they want a big guy right they want a Tavandre sweat yep. anchor mm-hmm. and then they want a speed more of a speed guy um, yeah. and that's that's what they got in this year's class January is the big 65 320 you could be 340 oh, of course yeah. his dad is a, he's a legacy player he's,
1: played, base, he's played baseball baseball he? player yeah. and he's he's he, kept he getting just, bigger he just started to focus on football in like yeah. the last two or three years he oh, just kept growing could be scary man.
2: Gonna, that's what I said. That's when he here. gets here, I need David Pierce to open up. We do a home run derby, home hey, run contest that'd be with watching Alex yeah. January jacking home like runs that. out of dish. Uh, but DeAndre Robinson is more the six five two ninety quickness guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also. Now, there's the kid who's committed to A&M or LSU, that they are still – that hasn't committed yet. uh, Uh,
1: Yes, I've heard his name. I can't – right now I can't think of it, but you're right. I've heard this. And he's
2: going to commit in the second window in February. I think the Longhorns will re-up their uh, pursuit of that uh, player. I'd also say that uh, Sidir Mitchell was a part of the class of 2023 – and he's a big guy, a yeah, Bergen Catholic huge. up there in New Jersey. And yeah. if you
1: see him on the sidelines, who is that guy? And I mean, you know when Texas goes up to Jersey to get a player that they must really like him. I think the last player they got from Jersey was Sims.
2: Yeah, uh, guess, Sims. Yeah, yeah. I, you, think I the last
1: player they got from Jersey. Yeah, from six
2: Texas. six three forty. So yeah. Mitchell is in line there to help, and then hopefully a year of development, he should be ready to help next year. But th- this is what makes the Alex uh, Alfred Collins. Uh, decision even it was a, much bigger.
1: Yeah, it, like I said, if he, he didn't come back, you'd be in dire straits. You'd be in a serious uh, issue of being bereft of enough talent there at the tackle position. Him coming back, you've got a way to stabilize it. Now you've got your front-line starters will be him and Vernon Brighton, I'm assuming. Now you just got to build the depth. is going to be a challenge because you're missing Trill Carter. He was part of that depth. Yeah. Team. They like to rotate. On that defensive tackle position. 100%. 100%. Position.
2: Yeah. And Sark was big on that. And, again, I think this is the year that, that we'll see the full vision of PK and his system, which was he came from Washington, was that two five four, Yeah. Two down linemen, four kind of hybrid linebacker edge guys mixed in within five DBs was kind of the base at, at, mm-hmm. uh, at Washington. Uh, and so, you know, if you, you're looking for two big bodies, but at the same time, Alfred Collins needs to, to live in the defensive tackle spot because, remember, he kind of bounced up and down the line of scrimmage at times.
1: I think that's where his strength is. I think he should be – and you brought this up as well. I've been saying it for years, though, since he's been here. He should be able to play multiple – Shades, shades on yeah. the line of scrimmage. He should not just be a guy that plays interior D line. He should be playing on the edge. He should be playing in the interior. You should be able to hunt matchups with that guy. Is but he really? If nice, he's... Though I, every time, no, 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 he's... Not, I'm not saying he's an edge, but I'm saying he has the the frame and the ability to be able to play multiple shades up front. So I don't necessarily think he's an edge, but he can play there depending on the matchup in the situation, and that can confuse blocking schemes. And if he's really good, if he's really good and, and becomes your best pass rusher, you can go hunt matchups. You can go if, you, if they're Weakest uh, uh pass blocker is a guard, put him at the, put him over the right guard. If their weakest pass blocker is their, you know, right tackle, put him over there at the right tackle. You have flexibility is my point. I don't think he's naturally an edge. I don't know if he's naturally a D tackle either though.
2: Yeah, because sometimes it gets too high you can't yeah. be playing too high at D tackle. You gotta play with the leverage and low and ask Devondre Sweat and Byron Murphy about that. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. That becomes an area of need and uh, we'll see if the long ones try to attack it. Um, we'll get our insiders on that. But uh, Trill Carter was supposed to be part of that rotation and having played a year in the system. We talked earlier about the Bo Davis thing, that there's still a talk that LSU is coming hard for Bo Davis. So we'll keep an eye on that and what the Longhorns do at the linebacker position with Johnny Nansen from Arizona, which led to the conversation that maybe Dwayne Aquina could come from Arizona as well and be some type of consultant for Texas. So uh, a lot of fluid situations here, a lot of things happening. Uh, as the Longhorns look to uh, build, but I do think Rod that we're going to see PK kind of employ that in you know, the Washington defense that, that was so, you know, so good when they were playing with Chris Peterson when they played in the college football playoff in 2016. That's what Sark was hiring, right? He's looking for that that kind of multiple defense that can. Because look, I mean, just you go go with this. You've got Alfred uh, Collins and say Sadir Mitchell as your main tackles next year, right? Um, you know, holding it down the fort when, in the, in the inside. You know, your edge has become Trey Moore, the, uh, mm-hmm. the kid from UTSA, Ethan Burke, Colton Vosick. Baron Sorrell. Baron Sorrell. Uh, also, gosh, you Colin Simmons, you know, yeah. in pass rushing situations. You know, Anthony Hill could play that role too as a hybrid player. And then your your linebackers, like your true linebackers, are, you know, you're looking at uh, somebody's got to replace, um, you know, Jalen Ford. Is that Anthony Hill? Mm-hmm. Is it Leon Lafau? Is it Darian Gallette? Another one of those guys who could be one of those hybrid players, Samaje Burrell. Um, You know, real good linebacker class a year ago, and now you're rebuilding the secondary at the same time, too, with six new DBs coming in, five from the high, freshman high school ranks, Rod, and then Andrew Makuba. And uh, this is why the conversation of yesterday that Ryan Watts, you know, maybe doesn't have much of an NFL opportunity that, as a corner, so maybe he comes back and plays safety for you, Uh, big picture. That would be
1: good. I mean, I actually think that would be um, an asset for Texas if he can move to safety he, he's got the physicality. He likes to hit. He's not afraid to be a force-run defender. Rangy. He's long and rangy. We know that. Well, and his
2: foot speed and, hurts him against receivers, but he'd be considered mm-hmm. a fast safety, right?
1: Um, yeah, exactly. And, you know, for his, his coverage is a liability at corner, but it wouldn't be at safety. He'd be covering much less explosive or dynamic receivers, mostly tight ends. And you could hide his coverage liability better at safety than you could at
2: corner. Well, and then then your, your back end looks like, you know, Terrence Brooks – at one corner with uh, Manny Muhammad. You know, Alex, you know Andrew Makuba is kind of the new Jada Baron, right, holding down the uh, I'd put that, that star in. spot, yep. that nickel spot. And then your safeties are Derek Williams, Michael Taff, and or Ryan Watts. Yep. With yep. other guys <laughs> mixing in there. Uh, Xavier Filsamy, five-star safety from McKinney, mm-hmm. could push for some time. Kobe Black and others. So we'll see. As you see where this roster is going, right, receiver, where you're coming back, your most experienced receiver right now on the roster for next year is Matthew Golden. Who's coming in from U of H where he's he played got two no years? No
1: experience in his system. Yeah,
2: he didn't play in the system. Yeah. He will get here in January, so he'll get to work all summer or all winter and into the spring. But and then your other receivers are because you know, Isaiah Nair is transferring. He's yep, gone. He's out. He gone. Um, Casey Kane's gone. Casey Kane gone. So you're looking at Jonte Cook, DeAndre Moore, Ryan Niblett. Uh, as guys you've brought in. You know this year you got Trey Wingo. Or Ryan Wingo, Ryan I should Wingo. say, he's a real deal. Uh, a receiver, five-star kid, who they like. The kid uh, Aaron Butler from out of California, um, you know, the, the speedster from Smithson Valley coming in. So you know, this can be a very young and experienced receiver room. And there has been rather right, right, this internet thing going around that A.D. Mitchell is going to stay. Like I keep being told by people that this one of these guys who you think is gone is staying, and I'm like, well, okay, mm-hmm. let's see. Wow, but
1: I'd, I'd be, I'd be I'd shocked. Be shocked. Yeah, Me cause, too.
3: Cause, Would you rather have J T. Sanders or A.D. Mitchell? Mitchell?
2: Sanders.
1: I'd rather have J.T. back, I think. Um, it's close. Yeah, that's Because if good you had A.D.
2: Mitchell back, you'd have Quinn would have a favorite target. He already was his favorite target this year when it was an X-Man. But, uh, I, you know, J.T. Sanders is the one that can – because if, he, if he's looked at as, a, as the second tight end behind Brock Bowers, is, is that a second-round pick? Is that top 50?
1: Well, it would be right now Brock Bowers is going to go in top 15. For sure. So. And then
2: when does the next tight end go off the board? It would be J.T. Or could he come back and become – you know, a top 20 pick next if year. you're a tight end,
1: are you really going to increase your draft stock that much though? You're a tight end.
2: Yeah, you're right. You uh, mean,
1: I mean, if you if, you're, if, if
2: you have a Brock Bowers type impact, but he's never going to be that physical. He's never going to be that physical. And right
1: now they're saying he's got to work on blocking. You come back to Texas to work on blocking.
2: You can work gotta, on blocking the NFL. You can
1: blocking the NFL. And the NFL is going to utilize you as a pass, a pass, passing threat or a receiving threat, I should say. I just don't think at, at, at non-premium positions, it's hard to increase your draft stock tremendously. No matter how well you play, running back, yeah, running in, back, uh, even some backer. of those off-ball linebackers, yeah, safety like that. I mean, he's really hard to creature. Your- you're going to get drafted probably much where you're going to get drafted. I don't know if JT can improve his draft stock more than 15 spots by yeah. coming back. So I go, really don't. just go start the just clock. Just go start. Yeah, get your second, get your start on your first contract, right. you and get your second contract. So right, maybe because of that and AD Mitchell, because it's a deep wide receiving draft, really deep. Yeah, right? real deep. They're, they're talking about three wide receivers being taken in the top ten alone. Um, uh, I and
2: mean, they're talking about Marvin Harrison is the best receiver prospect since Megatron.
1: Yeah, and Dan Jeremiah says, Romo Dunze is actually his favorite uh, prospect at a wide receiving core, but he claims that this is one of the deepest wide receiving drafts in years, but they say that every year because it's the deepest position in all of football at any level. But maybe A.D. Mitchell is looking at that, pushing his draft stock down, and maybe he's got people looking at next year's stock of receivers and saying, dude, with that group, you could be in the top ten.
2: Especially as the number one target for yeah, a win. for a
1: Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, yeah. you could you could be the top ten well, receiver.
2: Right now, the top receivers are uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Malik Neighbors LSU, Keon Coleman, Coleman Florida State. Yeah. Uh, Romeo America, Dunze's
1: got to be in there too.
2: Egbuka like from Ohio State, Roma Dunze, then then Ad Mitchell. At, uh, right now, CBS has him ranked as the thirtieth best prospect and the seventh best receiver.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, Xavier so exactly. Ward, they still got him going in the first round, basically. Right. <laughs> as the well, seventh best receiver, Yeah, that's a lot of receivers going.
2: So we'll see. Well, I, I assume both are going, but uh, we have not heard yet yeah. from either. If you're
1: projected as a first-rounder, though, you go. You go. You don't. That's just, that's just that. Any agent will tell you that. Hell, coaches should tell you that, too, at Texas. Like, you're first-rounder. You go. You that's go. why the NFL grades come back as first-round, second-round, go back to school. That's right. Because if you're a first- or a second-rounder. Then you're good. You're going to make good money. You'll be fine. If you're not, you probably need to go back to school because after after the first and second round, the draft just gets weird and freaky. And it gets freaky, honestly, in the second round. It gets a little freaky. We've seen players drop like, oh, we thought the guy would go be a top 15 pick, and he drops because of some injury risk or whatever, some report out about him, whatever it may be. It's just too unpredictable. So if you're not a first or a second round pick, hell, man, go get some of them NIL dollars. You go go get your masters. <laughs> and, and school pay for. And one of those
2: one of those guys that gets a little freaky is uh, Jonathan Brooks, right? Because what he is projected by Mel Kuyper Jr. as the number one tailback in this in this draft cycle. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, if you're looking at running backs right now, you're talking about Travon Henderson, Henderson from Ohio State, uh, Will Shipley from Clemson. I think Jonathan Brooks is better than both of those guys versatility-wise, size speed combo at 6 foot two ten. Yeah. Um so but, but with the knee where does that drop him? You know who, who has not been uh, hesitant to take second-round draft picks who have an injury flag? The Cowboys. The Cowboys.
1: Yeah, so that's, a, that, that's a good point. The Cowboys. Yeah.
2: And if you're trying to replace Tony Pollard and you don't have a back and you're thinking – because the Cowboys have been this, right, when they, when, a, when a player like Randy Gregory, who they have a first-round grade on, falls far enough. You know, Sean Lee back in the day.
3: Kelvin Joseph.
2: Uh, Kelvin Joseph. Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. We go over and over and over. And the Cowboys have a, a first-round grade. Remember, when we say first-round, typically NFL teams, like the Cowboys typically have 20 or 22 players mm-hmm. total. It doesn't always match 32. Yeah. It's usually somewhere around 20 to 22, 23. And so if there's still a guy that they have a top-20 grade on who's there in the second round, the Cowboys have been quick to jump on him. And if they have, if, if they have a top-22 grade on Jonathan Brooks and they need a running back and he's there in the late second round, would the Cowboys jump on him? Yeah. That's a name. That would, be, boy, that would be – well, that would – Cowboy fans or Texans, Texas fans would be excited to see that. Yeah, it would.
1: I mean, that makes sense. The, the Cowboys really trust their training staff. They have forever. Because well, what are you going to do with Tony Pollard after staff.
2: this year, right? Tony Pollard's a franchise player. He's gone. Yeah. Which, means, which means you still have to sign him, and they're not going to. No, you're not going to sign him. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? Well, and by the way – Hey, uh, the
1: Ravens just signed Dalvin Cook, though. Look at that.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Mm,
1: yeah, see, I was thinking, the Cowboys should have done it. I don't know what they were waiting on.
2: Well, and I give uh, the Ravens credit for getting Dalvin Cook because that makes them even more formidable. And they have that week off where Dalvin Cook can get in there and get familiar with the system, right? He can get there right now. They're going to rest people this week. But next week he can get first-team reps with them because they have the week off. Mm-hmm. And he can get acclimated with Todd Monken and Lamar Jackson and what they're doing. Um, man, that's that's the rich get richer in Baltimore. But we'll keep an eye on the Cowboys. I just think that – because Jonathan Brooks, if he's a first or second round – high second round pick, top 50 pick before the injury – How far does he slide with the injury issue? Yeah, because
1: running back is going to drop anyway. There's no running back drafted in the first round this year.
2: Yeah, there's no Jameer Gibbs. There's there's no no Bijan.
1: So you're not going to have a running back drafted in the first round likely. So the running backs will start being drafted in the second round. Yep. And his inability to work out is going to drop him down just a little bit more. Some teams will be like, I can't work him out. I'm I'm not having high on my board. Right? He'll be low on my board. If that is the case then I think he might drop to the third, uh, set lows, the late second or early third.
2: The, the, the deepest positions in this draft, and again, this is before any of the draft process begins. This is all based on tape and scouting uh, yeah. and then the on-campus scouting. The next phase of senior bowl, mm-hmm. combines, individual workouts, that'll change it a little bit. But the deepest positions are seen as wide receiver, tackle, offensive tackle, where mm-hmm. you could have three top ten tackles this year, maybe four, Rod, mm-hmm. with the Penn State kid for Shanu, who they love, six six three seventeen. He's going to be off the board in the first five picks, most likely, if they aren't all quarterbacks. Joe Alt from Notre Dame. Yep. Uh, J.C. Latham from Alabama. Amarius uh, Mims, the big, massive dude from Georgia. Uh, these guys are all going to be – and then and you can still find good players. I mean, all the way down to, you know, the kid, Suamatia Su- Su- Matua from BYU, who's so good. Yeah. yeah. They got him ranked as the 50th best player. You can get a really good tackle – uh, deep into this draft. They, they, and so if you're looking at – which will also push some guys down. But at the same time, that's a deep position. Um, remember last year tight end was a deep position. Yeah, Not this really year. Yeah, Not year this was. year at all. And then uh, – and then Quarterback's deep. This quarterback. Year. Those are your three deepest positions mm-hmm. this year. So like quarterback. Quarterback, left tackle, and as far as premium spots, quarterback, left tackle, and receiver.
1: Yeah, and that's probably what you'll get in the top ten. You'll probably get top ten full of – because you'll have three, at least three quarterbacks taking in the top ten. You gonna have at least three wide receivers taken in the top ten, and now you telling me you gonna have at least three tackles taken in the yeah, top ten. that's about so it. So it'll probably be your top ten will just be that. And I wonder if we'll have a defensive player taken in the top ten. What defensive player is that good right now? You're
2: right about it. this. I don't will be a know, very this. Will, this is right? why if you're looking for defense, like, this is why like if Jim Harbaugh were to go to Chicago think. and he has the first pick to take a quarterback in the tenth pick. Best defensive player, I will tell you right now.
1: Yeah, so I guess Sweat's got a chance to be dropped out, but they're not gonna drop the D tackle that high unless you're just
2: uh, big from Big Daddy the, Dan the, Wilkinson kind of the time. edge. Uh, Latu from UCLA.
1: Oh, he's a great. Yeah, they got a good. pass. Jared first. Verse,
2: Florida State, Dallas Turner, Alabama. Those are first. your first three defensive. I don't, I don't like
1: Turner that much.
2: Verse Kool Aid McKinstry is the top corner.
1: Think about that. We don't like these guys that much. We saw him. I know. You saw him. You saw that. You caught Kool Aid McKinstry up close and personal. Did he look great to you? No. <laughs> he's like he's a first round guy. It's like that's the first corner taken. I'll skip on those. Then I'll find a better one in the second or the Kalen third. Taylor King right.
2: out of Penn State, Nate Wiggins Clemson.
1: Right, that's not a that's not a blockbuster defensive prospect. Well, look, this this, year. this
2: could be, you know, this rod could be the year where you could have six quarterbacks in the top fifteen.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe more, maybe yeah. more. Yeah,
2: because you're
1: gonna have Drake May, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix. Well, look at Michael Pennis, if Daniels, he puts on a if, That's four. If,
2: if Penix puts on a show against Michigan Monday night, Bo Nix is five. You know, because Caleb's the consensus. But look, if 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 Penix, if Penix puts on a show Monday night, there's gonna be push for him to be the number two quarterback. Now, will they will he or not? I don't know. Oh. But teams will have to make a decision. But He's, thinking,
3: yeah. I'm really Washington? gonna draft that guy with that throwing motion though, left handed. I just I don't I don't see that. What's wording. wrong with his throwing motion? He throws like Tim Tebow. What? He's got a hitch. Not notice that at all.
1: No, not really. Yeah. Um, Looks pretty pure to me. I don't know if I see that. I he's one of those accurate throwers in the game. I he's, mean, an all, he's an all-arm thrower. So, you may be seeing that where he doesn't put his body. His body is not really in a position footwork-wise or positioning his hips to throw, but he's got such a strong arm. He just all-arms some of that well, stuff, be, too.
2: You know, because Caleb Williams got took took to some criticism this year. But they're asking us anything thing about, about Caleb Williams. Most of his plays happen off schedule. Mm-hmm. And NFL teams still want to see you throw on schedule, right? Yeah, in a
1: rhythm within the offense. Yeah,
2: they're not looking for Russell Wilson all the yeah. time, the jazz singer who's, yeah. you know, working out of pocket. Mm-mm. You still got to throw and That's why they like Drake May uh, at, at North Carolina. Pennix is a pocket guy who can elude it, but he's always looking downfield.
1: Yeah, he's not just really trying to improvise or extend plays. He would love to operate within the offense, yeah. <laughs> within the rhythm of point the The point of
2: it is Michael Pennix, is, is, if he has a, even a good game on the night, he'll solidify himself as a top-ten pick. Uh, Caleb ones, and then the, the but it's also the, the supply and demand. The teams at the top and the teams in the top ten need quarterbacks, right? Washington needs a quarterback. Uh, the Bears, uh, you know, need a quarterback. Um, when, you're, when you're talking about that, uh, Drake May, New England, needs a quarterback. Um, we're talking about the draft order, the, the, the top of the draft, the New York Giants.
1: They're the top three teams that all need quarterbacks.
2: The New York Giants need drafted. a quarterback. Yeah,
1: all the teams. You're right. The Giants need a quarterback. The so basically th- three of the – talk talking about three, four of the top five teams drafting need quarterbacks. Yeah. Wow.
3: I'm going to feel bad for the team that drafts Bo Nix, though. Yeah, that guy, know, that I'm guy with is you. not – I agree with you on that. quarterback. I, that dude just played college football for seven years and had one good year.
2: Six, but he also – and it was a lot of short passes this year for them.
1: I'm not a f- – I agree with you on that. T- I'm not a f- – I wouldn't draft him in well, the Well,
2: look, it, I mean, the, the top seven picks – The only team that doesn't need a quarterback is the Chargers, are the Chargers, and then they're sitting at six.
1: Yeah, Jets could use one. So think
2: about the Chargers could add, and their defense was bad this year, but if you're Jim Harbaugh, you're taking that job, you can take the best defensive player on the board, Rod. Whoever that's going to be. But either way, because Chicago's going to take a quarterback.
3: I don't think they are.
2: No, they're going to trade just – they would be – ridiculous I, yeah well fields. i
3: don't th- i'm not saying i don't think they should take a quarterback i think i, I think they're going to make the decision to, to ride it out with justin fields trade that first what? that first overall <gasps> pick wow that i
1: would don't be, think so that would be advised that especially a if they can get
2: uh, especially as the report came out this week did they get a second and a third round pick for justin fields you know i hear the fans the,
3: last week chanting his name the whole stadium well, the fans
2: don't make the pick i mean you I can, know, for the good of the organization you still play take the higher ceiling player do the and chicago Canada bears wins.
3: ever make the right decision though when, especially when it comes fair. to quarterbacks <laughs> it's a good
2: decision okay then if that's then they be ridiculous not to take a quarterback. That's a good point, though, Todd. They use
3: Like I said, I, like the, I think they should, but I don't think they will.
2: Like the Texans with C.J. Stroud, the Washington be doing cartwheels if they pass Caleb Williams, right? Washington everybody will jump would on him. Uh, so, they
1: drop down all the quarterbacks, so everybody yeah. would love that. Their-
2: Chicago, Washington, New England all need quarterbacks. Arizona has said, and Jonathan Gannon has said they're they're going to ride with Kyler Murray, and they have paid him a lot of money.
1: I, I I actually I think I believe that he's going to try to ride it out yeah, with the Kyler contract Murray. versus yeah,
2: because if you could get into the top. If you had Caleb Williams, you might go there. But you're not getting Caleb Williams at four. And you might get the fourth quarterback.
1: You might get Marvin Harrison Jr., though. Yes. For, for your young quarterback. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right.
2: So, you might be sitting there or at Arizona. Or tackle for him. Yeah. The block for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they took the tackle last year, remember, That's when they right. traded they up to it six. Did. And they liked him a lot. Well, they take a right tackle. Johnson. Yeah, they could take Marvin Harrison Jr. at four. Giants are moving off of Daniel Jones. I know they just paid him. But they have to go quarterback there. Yeah. I, I, uh, and then there's the Chargers. What about Tennessee?
1: I don't know. I think they like Will Levis. And, and now
2: you're down to fourth or fifth quarterback. So, do you stick with Will Levis and believe in it? The Jets at eight? What a decision they, they have need, to make.
1: They need a quarterback. I'm sorry. Even Perry when everybody's coming back, you need, still need a quarterback, man. You see what you saw? What happened.
2: Atlanta at nine? Quarterback? They
1: quarterback. They, 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 they tried Desmond Ritter. They Desmond Ritter experimented. The other thing with.
2: about these top nine is you also have to consider what happens in free agency ahead of the draft. Like which Because we always see quarterbacks now moving, right? Yeah, Does, but- Free agent. Is there going to be they, as much as They, they get the traded for. They I get th-
1: traded for, but they don't. Rarely do you see a really good quarterback hit free agency like that. It's rare. But no, or trades or trades. Right. Yeah, that's the trade, other thing. Trade. They'll see. trade for one potentially. You
2: know, just, one of these teams trades for yeah. Justin Herbert. But they
1: need want to trade for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. How about like, this? Know, how about
3: if you're a if you're a Bears fan, <laughs> do you trade the number one pick for Justin Herbert? Do you think that's a fair trade?
2: If you're a Bears fan, do you trade the trade the what number one pick
1: for Justin Herbert?
3: No. Because the Chargers are in cap hell right now. They're not going to be able to do anything in the offseason. They're probably going to be blowing that team up. Maybe hire Lincoln Riley to the Chargers. Trade up. We'll see. We'll see.
2: I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of movement. But, again, the the point of it is, I mean, okay, in the top 12 picks, Rod, 13, 14. Keep going. (laughs) Chicago, Washington, New England, Giants, Falcons, Jets, Raiders, Vikings, Saints, Broncos—all need quarterbacks.
3: Bucks maybe—all
2: need quarterbacks. Yeah. I think the Bucks yeah. are going to. Well, the Bucks are down there at twenty. They're, they're yeah, but they, they
3: could—they could ride. I could see the Bucks taking Bo Nix. Honestly, like, I think—I think, yeah. think the Bucks. Like that.
2: No, it's not well, think, bad, of, think of the draft class two years ago when Kenny when uh, Kenny Pickett was the only first round pick, and that was at twenty. is crazy. You could have many seven quarterbacks go in the first fifteen picks in this draft.
1: I don't even know if it's enough. Quarterbacks in the draft, and it's a deep quarterback draft. It's to, deep to be able to satisfy Well, that means you'll all see all some teams trying to go up. Hungry teams. I
2: mean, you'll see some team. Maybe if you're Arizona, you could. But if you can get Marvin Harrison Jr. for your young quarterback, you do that, right? If you took a left tackle last year at six in Paris Johnson, uh, if you're Arizona, because the point is there could be a quarterback desperate team will give you a lot to come up to that spot. Oh to yeah. still get the one they There's want. No uh, so if you're if you have a court like the Chargers, Chargers could actually trade down. And, and do well because they have their quarterback and they paid their they're quarterback. They're
1: going to have to, as Ty said, because they're in salary cap. Hell, they can't afford uh, to be getting players who are veteran players. They need to get young, good players. They're cheap. So, that's uh, – yeah,
2: In the top 15, as the order is that now, I they have 11 teams that either are desperate for quarterback or absolutely are thinking quarterback. 11 of the 15. I'll say them again. Chicago, Washington, New, uh, New England, the Giants, the Jets, the Falcons, the uh, Vegas Raiders, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, because Kirk Cousins is a free agent, by the way, mm-hmm. even if he can come back.
1: Ooh, Vikings. Man, Penix will be great in that
2: system. Throw throwing to, to
1: Justin Jefferson oh, wow. and Jordan Addison.
2: The New Orleans Saints. Do you think they believe in Derek Carr? I don't think so. He's been yelling oh. at teammates. And then Denver with the, the uh, situation with Russell Wilson and Seattle with the Geno Smith thing. That's 11 of the top
1: 15. Yeah, because know, finished the season hurt, and they made, they're they at the end of that. They have a, basically a, a, an out in that contract after a couple of years. And, by the it's way, today.
2: Pittsburgh at 18 could use a
1: quarterback. Hell yeah, they could.
2: That's 18. And that's your point about they're in purgatory because yeah. they're,
1: they are they, they can't keep get drafting a good too low. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's not going to be enough quarterback, even though it's a deep quarterback Green draft.
2: Bay's at 19. Do they believe in Jordan Love? They do.
1: They do. They believe in him. They really do. They, he, he's improved. I don't know if he's going to end up being a Hall and of Fame way, quarterback like the previous two.
2: Tampa Bay at 20. I think the, I think there's talking Tampa. They're going, to, they're going to invest in Baker Mayfield. Not a huge contract.
1: Yeah, but like a sob gap. He's a, yeah, a bridge quarterback. Pretty good money. Pretty good, good money. They'll do what Seattle did with Geno. That's right. That kind of thing. That'll be much like that one. Yeah.
2: All right. There's some uh, football. Uh, Ty, you had a story to tell about uh, you know, talking about pretty girls on, to your girlfriend. Oh, I want yeah. to get to that coming up. I do too. Because we were talking about uh, is it okay if your wife says, man, he's really handsome?
3: Mm, I find It's him fine. A, it's, it's like, it's fine. like
2: I, I
1: can't say it to her, though.
2: I do. You say it to her, you're like, oh, man, that chick's hot. Let's go, mm. <laughs> You just she make used... noises, mm. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Yo. Now, don't do it like we're walking down the sidewalk or something. That, that doesn't happen. That's like a real living person. Yeah, would... you can't do
1: it. It's got to be on TV. It's got to be on TV. You can't be in person being like, damn, that, oh, that waiter was really handsome. i am like, hey, don't be telling me that. That
2: can't be in person, <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: got to be on TV. It's got to be a celebrity hall pass thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: All right, because we were talking about Holly Berry, and we were talking about yeah, uh, you know, uh, ma- the handsome Mason Rudolph. Apparently, according to my wife, can we come back? I
1: didn't think he was handsome, but hey, I'm not attracted to men, so I don't know.
2: I'm <laughs> just say? like he, I never, he never, tall, dark, and handsome. I power.
1: will admit, when a man, a man is attractive, I have no problem with that. I'm not like you know, I'm not worried about the kind of stuff. I'm worried about my, I'm not insecure about Mason. my uh, masculinity, but I didn't think he was handsome.
3: He has like, a what? Lego head. He's not
1: handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he's tall, dark, and
3: handsome, man.
2: Is just he? Telling you. I gotta
1: now. I gotta look up and see if Mason Rudolph is handsome. Now I'm looking up a picture of Mason Rudolph on my phone. Look at this.
2: Okay. It's ridiculous. I'm Maybe just telling it. you. We were watching a game and like, who's that? And he's he's cute. Hey, we'll come back. We'll we'll pick that up. Rod will take us behind the burnt orange curtain, uh, talking. Uh, all.
1: I kind of see it again. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got yeah, the brooding yeah. eyes. He's, he's tall, dark, dark and right? yeah, handsome. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. you. know I got you, what right? we're saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hook him up with Ian Rod. Be
0: coming back. <laughs> Aaron Hogan, Rod Papers, Hook 'em up. 1019 AM twelve sixty, the horn.
2: Somebody said Mason Riddle says has a dented head from Miles Garrett. Hit him with nice. him. He did mm. assault. Hey, uh, Rod. As we were talking about uh, Trill Carter into the transfer portal, there's also uh, somebody just said that Inside Texas reported that uh, AD Mitchell to the NFL, but I have not seen that, so I'm gonna. Oh. Which would not be surprising to anyone in, no. uh, that's paying attention. He's just seen as a first round draft pick.
1: Yeah, you're going. If you're a first round pick, you go. There's nothing to really ponder. No, that's a, nothing to ponder. Hundred percent. Yeah.
2: I would also say that uh, we we're talking about Bo Davis and his future. Can I? Can I play something for you real quick, and then I want Ty's story about uh,
1: – Oh, yeah, I can't wait to hear Ty's story.
2: Because <laughs> uh, they're always good. They're always good. Ty, can you play that Adam Schefter that we – because this was from the Rich Eisen show yesterday uh, on our station. Rich Eisen, of course, ahead of the sports complex each day. Let's hear – it. of course, And uh, Rich Eisen is a um, Michigan graduate. A Michigan so, man. For right. Michigan man. So, for, for Rich Eisen, this is a personal thing with uh, the story of Jim Harbaugh. Here's how that sounded yesterday on uh, the, the Eisen show.
0: I time. think here's 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 the way that I view it. The NFL has been a possibility for him each of the last few years. And it has always been up to the NFL to make it such that it could convince him to go. He hires Don Donnie, the NFL-based agent, this year, which obviously raises the antenna of everybody. But the fact of the matter is, it's still incumbent upon an NFL team to want him to be the right ownership group, be the right quarterback, be the right situation for him and his family, that he feels like that's better than what he has. Now, I know the NCAA could come calling and all that, but he does love Ann Arbor. But here's the thing. He's really done what he wanted to do and what he was supposed to do in Ann Arbor he's accomplished everything that he set out to do other than winning this game on Monday night, which he may or may not. We'll see. Right. But even if he doesn't, he has restored the program and accomplished what he set out to do. So I think we're back in the situation where if an NFL team makes it worthwhile for him and gives him an opportunity that he believes is better than the one that he has, then I think he could leave. Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah.
1: I think a lot, of, a lot of the reports I'm hearing is that, I don't know, it seems like he's leaning that way. After the Don Yee um, hire and Don Yee's an agent, a longtime NFL agent, but most notably an agent for Tom Brady, you know, why explore it if you're not interested? So we know he's interested, and I think he's leaning that way. I think if he wins the national title, even I think I'm going to just say, I think he's riding off into the sunset to the NFL.
2: I agree. The, the, the question then will become which job and which team makes him – everything Adam yeah. Schefter just said, which which organization makes him that offer. Because it does feel like – is it the Bears? And is it because he can find a way to put any odds he has with, with the McCaskey family aside and go to work for the Bears where, where he played? Um, Chargers ownership, Chargers ownership yes. Spanos They're cheap But they'll leave them alone I think Yeah they will But, be a but as Ty so said so. You're kind of in Cap jail there right now it's true. With the, uh, the Herbert contract The Khalil Mack contract and Derwin James I mean you got a lot of Highly paid players That haven't produced so, But it's talented uh, The it's other amazing. one I mentioned Is New England what if New England calls?
1: That's a that's an interesting one I haven't thought, I haven't thought about. It, but you're right, New England they got the best owner one, the best owner out of all those possible situations.
2: Yeah, Robert Kraft's a powerhouse yeah. and will support the coach and has done that forever. So that's a name, and they have a top two or three pick. And
1: then there'll be a couple of other jobs that'll open up once the season's officially done. Some teams don't like to do business that way. Washington will probably open up after the season. Washington, I think will. Yeah, and will be. I've heard from my it was an insider report on ESPN. They said they expect two. Jobs open up once the season. Well, there's
2: over already there. three open. There could be as many as nine. Yeah, he's if at, you're, he
1: said immediately though, as soon as the season's over, like you, yeah, hit a Monday, boom, it's going to pink drop.
2: slip Monday. We yeah, call yeah, it Black Monday. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's coming. So we'll see. But yeah, Harbaugh got a game to play Monday night, and then we'll see from there uh, where he lands. So, uh, but again, the Bears, you have the first pick and the tenth pick, so you can take two foundational kind of players mm-hmm. with a team that's already got some talent, and you have a chip to use in Justin Herbert, which or Justin Fields, I should could say. Which could bring some further draft capital and pieces to what you want to do. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, all right, Ty. What's your? Uh, we we're talking about uh, your girlfriend or your wife commenting about the looks of a of a player or a person <laughs> on TV. What what was your story on that?
3: Uh, I mean, it's nothing too crazy. I just uh, actually my current girlfriend was up here earlier, uh, bringing me hey. some bringing me some breakfast, and I was, I was I was I was like, oh, do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna say something about the the Judkins transfer? Because she's a little hot and bothered about it, but she did not. Um, she is not like this, by the way. I, this story is about my one of my exes. um She, w- we were watching the show Dave on FX. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh yeah, it's, it's about Little Dicky yeah. and his kind of like a you know,
2: uh,
3: it's about his life coming up coming up as a rapper, and the his girlfriend in the show she's an attractive redhead, and the actress's name is Taylor. um And so I had a we I was watching it with my you know my ex whatever. And I was like, oh, she's attractive, whatever. And I kind of, she didn't say anything, sat there. Week later, I'm, the new episode comes out. She's like, yeah, I'm not watching that with you. I looked her up. Her name's Taylor. You have an ex-girlfriend named Taylor that's also a redhead. I know what you're doing. Like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like are you serious right now? Like, that's j- just because I was like, oh, I think she's cute. Like, And she has a, just happens to have the same color hair and a name of one of my other exes. Like, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was crazy. Wow. And then we couldn't talk about that show i could i i could obviously watch it on my own time but at that point i was like what what is That's what a is go- cray- cray. oh well she was she was definitely crazy a very jealous type and i'm lucky now think that so? my current girlfriend oh, is not man. like that but but it,
2: but it is but it is pretty classic that, uh, that because women women are scorekeepers but the, you you never know when the score is going to come out no. could be a week later i didn't even think about it in the moment later. i was just like oh she must have just and she known. didn't say anything about yeah. it in the moment yeah yeah, no. yeah. They don't she, forget. She, she kept it, though.
1: They don't forget. Oh, she simmered. They forget she it.
3: simmered until I like we were fighting about something else completely different because, you know, with her, it was always it was something every day.
1: What um. I appreciate is the research. She went and looked oh, up the other lady, found the name. Is that, do so, you <laughs> appreciate that? I, I do, man. I'm a research guy. Like, she did a research on it. She really did. That's, deep dive. Yeah, exactly. She, she wouldn't have gotten that jealous if she didn't do the deep dive and realize, oh, damn, same name as the ex and the, the hair color and all that kind of stuff. Oh, man. That's, uh, yeah, to the point that she
2: would not allow y'all to watch it, or
3: I mean, I could watch <laughs> like, it. Like what was going like to happen? She, it was like she a, didn't she, want we, to watch the it. it was like the middle of the season too. Like we'd been both enjoying Man. the show. It was a good show. It's uh, I, I don't know. I'll I'm, I'm happy. About- I'm so happy. I'm not in that relationship. Let's just say that.
1: All What's she could that? think about was you watching that with you, and then you are fantasizing about the woman on TV, which leads you to fantasize about your ex because they look alike, had the same number, or I had the yeah, same hair, was or whatever. She some dots. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, that's what she's doing.
3: Oh, if there was ever a redhead even in public after that, she, she, okay. like, she'd be. She, I could see her, her, her eyes staring through me, just watching. To see okay. if I was in the look. It was, it was yeah. bad.
1: That's wow. too. That's too much crazy right there, man. And she don't even like, yeah, that, that's, that's way too crazy. I mean, she's too crazy anyway, but you made the right decision moving on. Do you break up with her or she broke up with you? Oh, I broke up with uh, her. There you
3: go. And Smart move. Not, not the nicest way, but it needed to happen.
1: Oh, did you do it via text or something?
3: No, I, I, I called no, her. No. I
1: called her. That's not bad. Because she spoke Okay, to
3: well, her. I tried to break up with her like twice before. that. We dated for almost two years, which is a long time Damn. to be breaking up with someone over the phone. But I had tried yeah. to break up with her a few times before that, and it, she simply just wouldn't let me. So <laughs> I, let I, you. I knew you the only you way
1: to break up with somebody.
3: I just, I, you know, I have a big heart. Like I care about people. Like I felt bad more than anything else. That's the reason why I stayed with her so long, which is not a good excuse. Yeah. It's probably that ended up worse for her in the end, but, and, and for me, obviously, but it, it, yeah, well, I, I, I if, had to if call I know her story, and not 25. talk to her ever again is what happened. Wow.
2: No, but she actually moved here for you, correct? No,
3: no, she moved here. Um, so she, this was another Ole Miss girl. She graduated Ole Miss her boyfriend at the time, who also graduated from Ole Miss, they both mo- moved here, and then they broke up like two months into them moving here, and then I met her.
2: So why do you um, only date Ole Miss girls? What is the deal with that? They are, they are really hot. I They're, don't know. I've, just, been, I've been
1: to Ole Miss, and they got some hot women.
2: They it, do. They come to me. Oh, I believe you, but no, that's, it I seems mean. like his, his priority is always <laughs> <at> the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> that is
1: true. It's
2: not I, like uh, I'm meeting
3: them there. A lot of Ole Miss girls move here, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and maybe ties their type. Maybe they like to tie the tie types of the world. You know what I mean? The old scruffy, girls. A little scruffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always say this about your breaking up thing taking a long time. It's a great quote from Seinfeld. Breaking up is like knocking over a Coke machine. You don't do it in one push. You rock it back and forth a few times, and then it goes over. That's basically you and this woman It took two years for you to break up with. Yeah. her, Even though you yeah. probably want to break up with her months into the relationship.
3: Uh, at least a year before. At
1: least. There
2: you well, go. And now Ty, you're 26, so you're to the point where you're you're either you're gonna stay with someone because there's a long-term future to it, or you're not, right? Because you, you're not just dating around at that age, are you? No. 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 Yeah. There's either got there's got to be some sustainability to it, Rod.
1: <laughs> I agree with that.
2: And you didn't settle down till you were 40, Rod. Oh, so good man. for you, my friend.
1: Oh yeah, it took a while to do. I wanted to make sure I got the right one though. I want to thoroughly vet. Uh, You had had to meet as many
2: as you could before you found the right one. I like that. (laughs) Exactly.
1: How are you going to know what you like unless you get out there and, you know, try out some options? I know what I like. Trust me. I'm good. Trust me on that.
2: I (laughs) I play golf, Rod. You got to hit a lot of golf balls before you decide which golf ball you really like. (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's how I feel about it. And even my wife. I I didn't marry her until 10 years in our relationship. I told her, I was like, man, I'm not sure about you. I need to vet you thoroughly. Y'all dated (laughs) for 10 years? We were together for 10 years before we got married.
3: Oh, man. Dang. Oh yeah, I remember, yeah. That's Dude, I don't good. play.
1: I told her she wants to move on, move on. I'm fine. Like it's okay. I'll be okay. But if you really want to be with me, then I'm gonna need you to prove it. Ten years. She's a she's a winner. She's a keeper. Now she's she your really ma- baby mama. Yeah, exactly. She really wants. I was like, if you don't, if you because some women I met, they just wanted to get married. They didn't really want me. And I, had, I was in two I was in two relationships like that where the women right after we broke up, they got married and were pregnant within a year.
2: Yeah. Bad and bad. I was like,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. So you didn't give there about me. You just wanted to get married and have some kids. And I was the best available option for you because that you know, that was hurtful. And I had mm-hmm. to make sure this woman I was like, man, I ain't going to be just the best available option. So if you want me, I check me, a lot of boxes. Yeah, you are gonna have to prove it, and I'm gonna need you to stick around to prove it. Because these other women, they were just—I was just the nearest, you know, <laughs> the nearest man. The of with a, Yeah, the nearest man with a job. Right?
3: I'm trying to get married by the time I'm 30. That's my—that's my my goal. Or not. I mean, don't, just, put a, don't
1: I, put I don't put any, want to put
3: it on it, but
1: I just no, yeah.
3: Let it let it be
2: organic. You know when
1: you find the right one, that's when you know. Dude.
2: Several textures have mentioned the. Uh, ties like george stands on sidefield what with george's girlfriend wouldn't allow yeah, it's similar. yeah <laughs> very similar, it's similar. yeah
1: it's a, it's a great point you don't have to all agree to break up i mean you well know you, you know when
3: you're just like well i also started dating her right before i started doing the morning show so i kind of had to have a lifestyle change towards the beginning of that where it was like all right i'm not hanging out with my friends on the weekends i'm just no, that's true i'm getting i'm waking up early i'm going to I'm waking up early going to bed early so it kinda stuff. it kinda went into the you know, I just kinda fell into a lull where I just was like, ah, oh, whatever. I don't I don't okay. know. It's it's a terrible place to be. I'm a lot happier now.
2: No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Your, your girl's bringing you breakfast and stuff. I like that. Yeah, well, you got a woman right now, yeah, that's good right there. It's part of the reason she why like keeper.
3: She, she got in last night, um, and like I said well, she's she just got
2: back from Puerto Rico,
3: right? She got a little little drunk on the on the plane and left her wallet in the uh, <gasps> in the little oh. compartment in front of the seat. So I'm oh, no. I'm I'm going to the airport after this to retrieve it for her hopefully.
2: That's Oh, you're nice. a good oh, man. Oh, if you know that it, it's there.
3: Yeah, it's there. It's there. Oh, and and last I've never done this before, but a great hey, if you if you have a girlfriend or a wife, I I went into the airport last night with flowers to pick her up. And it it, it was a great move, I'll tell How you that. How far
2: much. were you able to get oh, to? yeah. The Baggage claim, yeah, like I you
3: just sat there to, yeah. right down the just escalator. Park. It was like a Hallmark movie. She came yeah. down, gave me a big hug. It was, it
2: was you, great. Park.
1: you can park and go and go to the airport and pick people up, yeah.
2: You can only, but you can go to got to go down to the lower level, yeah,
1: to the baggage claim.
2: Yeah, did you do have like a like a mm-hmm.
1: they got a flower, they got a flower, uh, they got a flower like machine, they like do a vending machine they do. right they do. there for guys like Tyler. Like, you know what, I'm gonna do it.
2: Should have been like riding me in the 80s. She'd hold a jam box up over your head,
3: playing her <laughs> favorite song. I Should've told her I was gonna make her a sign, but that was. Oh,
1: that would have went over really well, <laughs> I'm dude. I'm sure. telling you, chicks love that kind of stuff, bro. That Plus, been great. They score
2: keep that way too. By the way, yeah, that's um, true. So that was uh, that. Th- th- she was a little tipsy too. Was she
3: sobered up by the time she got off the plane? No, she was. She was laughing and giggling. It was. It, it, it was. It was. Fun. So
1: she wasn't stressed about her wallet when she. Got oh, she
3: didn't realize like, it till this morning when I <gasps> she she slept over oh, she my house, tipsy. Ubered back to her. She had to go to work this morning. She's like, "Oh my god, I tracked my wallet. It's at the airport." So.
1: Oh, she tracked it. She got
3: an air tag. She has like a track air
1: tag on it. Nice. Mm. Good for her. Well, she just got
3: them like two weeks ago because she's, since we've been dating, she's lost her wallet twice. We're a perfect match, I think, because I currently don't have my wallet right now either. It's at Barbarella's.
1: Yeah, those air tag things are interesting because I've heard horror stories where there are people who stalk people and they throw air tags in their bags. And they can yep. stalk them away. Yep. They, I, I don't need to like, just throw an air tag. So people watch yourself. People throw air tags or put an air tag on you. And on they your can car. Really find out. Yeah, yeah. they, yeah, they, they would sound like doing it when people were like, leaving like, on either a bank or an ATM or something. And they'd try to like, tag them so they could follow them and rob them, I think. I don't know. Weird stuff. But I'm sure everything's all right. I'm glad that everything's okay with, with you and uh, your new new woman, man. I she appreciate sounds it. Like a good one. Let me see this. Sounds yes.
2: like a keeper. Yeah. All right, we're at 1045 already, so uh, no behind the burn orange curtain ah, today. But we got it. plenty of time. That was yeah. it. Behind Ty's burn orange curtain. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Xavier, of course, uh, we already told you all morning that uh, Jonathan Brooks and Byron Murphy both off to the NFL. There are some indications that maybe A.D. Mitchell is soon to follow. Trill Carter has entered the transfer portal as uh, the Longhorns get ready for a busy weekend. Um so when we play that Adam Schefter thing, because uh, one of the one of the conversations is if Jim Harbaugh does bolt to the NFL, whichever team he goes to, that Brian Kelly at LSU could be the leading candidate to replace wow. him in Michigan.
1: That's amazing.
2: Which would obviously okay. send the new dominoes toppling around the college football coaches carousel.
1: Yeah. Man. All right. That's pretty big time there, man. If Jim Harbaugh leaves, you're right. That is going to send a it's going to be a butterfly effect like anything unlike we've ever seen. Honestly, it could be.
2: Oh, it could be huge. Yeah because the talk of his Brian Kelly doesn't jump, it's going to be Kalen DeBoer or Washington, which opens Washington. And so well, it's all in play. Uh, but first things first, we've got a game on Monday night. We've got games all weekend in the NFL with uh, the Texans and Colts tomorrow night. We'll come back with what's popping to wrap up a Friday edition of Hook'em Up with Ian Rodby.
0: The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn Text Line, 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. What's poppin'? Who
2: are
3: you a Brand new wheel,
2: just hopped in. I got oh, an options. I can pass it like
1: stocking. Just Josh. I'm spending this holiday in. My body Looking got here holiday,
2: at the uh, NFL playoff scenarios that can happen this weekend. Be all day if we went through all of them, but uh, Cowboys need to win. If they win, they're going to win the division and be the 2 seed in the West, in the West, the, game, the game. NFC, game. <laughs> the West, the NFC and win the NFC North East, East. for East for the East. what, second time in 3 years.
1: Uh yeah, and I looked up the last time the Texans and the Cowboys both won the division. Twenty eighteen. He both won it in twenty eighteen. So it's happening not too long ago. Yeah.
2: Uh of course the, of the Jaguars, Colts, and Texans could all win the AFC South this weekend. They're all nine and seven. So that's wild. Houston it, if Houston were to win in Indianapolis and the Jags were to lose to the Titans, the Texans would be the division champs.
1: I I'm rooting for that though. I mean, right now the Texas window is wide open. Did they get to the playoffs in their first year? That's just that is a hell of a, a first year a first year coach and a rookie quarterback. That would be phenomenal. They really would be, and a rookie play caller. I don't think people realize Bobby Slowik's said rookie play caller. Never called plays either. It's pretty phenomenal.
2: And the the game of the of the weekend, big picture, I think, is Sunday night when the Bills play the Dolphins, and yeah. the winner will win the division. So you go from kind of like Cowboys two seed down to five seed, and the Bills could actually yeah, yeah. tumble all the way out of the playoffs if they lose. It's bizarre because they're ten and six if they get because if they get to ten and seven with tiebreakers and the Steelers win. And the you know Texans or Colts or Jaguars because the, if they fall back they're going to go to ten and seven and then they, there could be a bunch of teams at ten and seven and then it falls to tiebreakers. Yeah. What they need to do is beat the Bills so they, they go from division title to out potentially depending on how everything else plays out. Yeah. Uh, if they if they lose to the Dolphins they're still likely in but not guaranteed. Yeah. Not guaranteed at that point point. and as we said the Steelers could damn well still get in.
1: I don't know Which how that's unbelievable. I really, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> and if
2: you're the Cowboys and you're planning on beating the Commanders, Rod, and the Packers beat the Bears, that's who the Cowboys will be playing Week One. Because the only the, the only spot available is the seven seed in in the NFC, and Packers would secure it with a win over the Bears. So that would be your opponent. Now, if they lose, wait, well, look out, could be the Seahawks. Yeah.
1: Then you, then you got a, a treacherous path. Yeah. Through the playoffs, if you at least you have got a more favorable path to the playoffs if you win a division, and there's a there's a high likelihood of you having winnable games until you see San Francisco.
2: The teams that could still get that seven seed: Saints, Falcons, Packers, Seahawks, Vikings. So that and that seven seed would be who the Cowboys will play in weekend one, okay, in the wild card round. Because yeah. if the Cowboys beat Washington, they'll be the two seed, so they're going to play seven. Um, you know, and that's and three play six, and the Forty Nine ers
1: sit. Yeah, that's, for you, the Cowboys, you need to win a division, and you need as much home field advantage as you can get in the playoffs, as much as you can get, because they're a different team on the road.
2: Four plays <clears> five, <throat> obviously, in that scenario, too. I'm not
1: sure. I'm not, honestly, I don't trust the Cowboys can win a playoff game on the road the way they look right now. Well,
2: that's why. And if I they, really don't trust it. Yeah, and if they win, they'll have two potentially two home games. Yeah. With a very beatable seven seed and then winner of, of Lions-Rams. Lions, uh, Essentially, I think,
1: Lions, I think the Lions are a better team than the Rams, but the Rams are trending. And you know,
2: with his uh, controlled what is Octane? Uh, controlled Fury? Uh, controlled Fury, <laughs> that Dan Campbell would like another shot at the Cowboys he in the Cowboys Stadium. And I wouldn't long. like that
1: for the Cowboys either. I don't know. I don't know why I wouldn't like that. It seems. He'd like to be at home. Hard and to beat a be team twice in the same year. We know that. That's tough. That's tough.
2: I this, this, seriously, this game, it should be a very winnable game. Cowboys are like 13 point favorites, the Commanders have lost seven in a row their lame duck coach and staff, they all know they're, they're already packing, you know, oh, yeah. for sale signs in the yard, the whole no thing. No Yeah,
1: you, you, so can't, you can't
2: beat if, that game. because if they,
1: And they can't block either. Well, it, It's block.
2: not too big a statement to say if the Cowboys lose that game, that, that could be the end of Mike McCarthy, and very likely will be. Because if they lose that game, they fall to five, and because if the Eagles beat the Giants, they would take the two. Cowboys fall to five. They'd be on the road playing Tampa in the playoffs, and then they'd be on the road playing San Francisco the next week. And if that yeah. happens, Mike McCarthy probably gets fired.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't disagree with that no, at all. No, me either. me either. That's how <laughs> uh, big the game is. It's a huge game. But I think the Cowboys, not only they, the urgency because they know what's at stake in this game and the Washington, Washington team has nothing to play for at all, but they match up really well because Washington's offensive line is a problem. Uh, their offensive line has been a bit of a, you know, a bit of a subpar sieve all season long. Um, and the Cowboys are the best pressure unit, arguably all of all of, in all, college, all of football, sorry, college football, in all of football. So I wonder if that alone, um, will lead the Cowboys kind of dominate this matchup.
2: They should. And they dominated on Thanksgiving day too, right? They crushed them. That was when, you know, who I was with in the bucket. Salvation Army Bucket, uh, Deron Deron Bland set the record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. all right. So that's all popping, and we'll be able to talk about it all on Monday. When we get in here on Monday, the playoff situation will be set. Will the Texans be in? Where will the Cowboys be? We know they're going to the tournament. We'll also get you ready on Monday for the national championship game. And just reading a story from the offseason, what's popping, Rod? What if Jim Harbaugh wins the championship and goes to Vegas to join Tom Brady and the Raiders? Tom Brady and the Raiders. Because mm. you yeah. heard Adam Schefter say some ownership groups is going to have to make the right offer. Well, Tom Brady and Jim Harbaugh have become somewhat close because they're both Michigan men.
1: And Don Yee is their agent. Don
2: Yee is their agent. They
1: represent both of them.
2: Ooh, good connection there. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, what is the, yeah, but what does that job have to offer other than, like you said, that obviously the owner may be able to give you more control than others. But, man, in terms of personnel-wise, draft capital, do the Raiders have anything to rebuild with? Um, like what's the pieces you're building with?
2: Well, uh, are well, they drafting Max really Crosby? Good off, good, good pass rush. For are they sure. drafting
1: really high? Like I don't, I'm, 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 I'm speaking out of ignorance. I don't know. I'm an asshole.
2: Uh, I just had that called up the draft order, I okay. it. but here it is: uh, Raiders would draft eleven.
1: I guess 11. you could – I don't know if you might – you might not get one of them quarterbacks at 11. No. They might be gone by then, the way you just described it. You got like, what, 17s in the top 10 that need a quarterback?
2: Yep, maybe 11 in the top 15. <laughs> like, really. So, we'll see. They got to
1: trade up. They, you know what? If they if he gets the job, they'd have to trade up to go get a quarterback. Well,
2: and to consider, you know, Jim Harbaugh leaving, because, look, it took him five or six years to build uh, Michigan into about? what he wanted it to be. Yeah. If he's going somewhere, he's going for the long haul, right? He's going, and he's going to go. that's why he's going to pick an owner that he can work with because um, it's, it's, it's not just for the first year. It's for the long – like D'Amico Ryan's coming to Houston was for – that's was his dream job, and mm-hmm. it was a dumpster fire. Yep. And people, people thought he was crazy that he overpassed some other jobs that wanted – and he wouldn't even interview. He said, no, I want Houston. Mm-hmm. And now here he is, right? I mean, you want to go to a place where you feel comfortable, you know the organization, and, you know, Tom Brady's now part owner of the Raiders. And there's a lot of thought he's going to be pushing for more and more control with Mark Davis of that situation. And if, if Jim Harbaugh believes he trusts Tom Brady and wants to work with Tom Brady, that could be a good mix. It's
1: going to be a great mix. actually. Yeah, so, and for the Michigan, long haul. Michigan men.
2: Got to figure out the Garoppolo mess and who's mm-hmm. the quarterback. And, you know, they've got a good pass rush, but that's about it. And then these, that also comes with the Antonio Pierce thing where all the players want Antonio Pierce to stay.
1: Yeah, and then you got to deal with that, <laughs> yeah. and then and, and aside from that, that division now, especially you have the Chiefs, which kind of own that division. Not kind of; they've owned that division forever. But uh, Denver ain't gonna be down for long. Cause Sean Payton can coach. He gonna get him a quarterback.
2: Yep, and when he uh, gets him a Andy quarterback, be to... trouble.
1: And whoever gets that Chargers job, we're assuming you know make will make Upgrade. them more competitive.
2: That team, if they get some good coaching, they'll be good quick. Yeah, with so the Chargers, that
1: division. Man, it might be an easier path for you if you're a Jim Harbaugh than going to that division.
2: By the way, I just did see speaking to the Chiefs. Maybe they're down this year. You know who they're going to target in this off season? T. Higgins.
1: Oh, that's smart. Yep, go get T. Higgins. Somebody. I like that. That's because the
2: because the Bengals can't resign him. I like that. Bengals can't afford him. Yeah, uh, because they've already started Jamar Chase to the big deal.
1: They should get, they should go get T. Higgins as a long term investment and then go get like a one year rental mercenary. and draft one. And draft one. And no, draft X Man. Is he Andrew <laughs> Hopkins? Was he on a one-year deal or a two-year deal? Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, just go sign a veteran, a one-year mercenary. Get T Higgins and draft one in in early round, in second round.
2: You got the best quarterback in the world. Uh, all right, good stuff. By the way, Craig Flowers, the Colonel, did Texas tie to say that uh, he and uh, Jamie Frazier were a part of your breakup drama every Saturday morning on the uh, the big ugly tailgate in the high ground. So he said thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thank you,
3: Colonel. and James. <laughs>
2: And you said Casey Stutter was the one telling you to do it. Hey, stop being a you-know-what. Just call me over the edge. Just call her. Just call her. (laughs) Break up with her. Hey, everybody have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back with you. First weekend of the new year is in play every hour of this show. If you missed any of it, podcast at hornfm.com. Jim Rome is next.